Good morning. Welcome to True Vine Talks. Linda and Rachel here. Today, we're going to be talking about, I think, one of the most misunderstood emotions out there. Some people are afraid of it. Some people think it is morally wrong. And some people have what they would refer to as a problem with it. And that emotion, if you haven't guessed it already, is anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from the research and from neuroscience perspective, we know that anger acts to protect our person. Mm-hmm. It's very like defensive, mm-hmm. protective reaction. Yeah. What happens within the uh, spiritual realm when we talk about anger? I think there's a lot of shame and morality associated with it, that it's wrong. Don't be angry. Forgive is what I hear a lot. Mm -hmm. Need to love, right? A lot of people see anger as the opposite of love. Mm-hmm. which is not always true. You can love someone and be angry with them. That's right. You can love someone and be angry with them. Yeah. Matter of fact, in Brene Brown's book, she was referencing Dr. Gottman and he said that anger is, it promotes, you know, awareness that you care for the person. Yeah, because if you were indifferent, you mm-hmm. probably wouldn't become angry. You'd just be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that person. Okay. Yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's kind of like if you're at the mall and you see someone throwing a fit over, like a, a younger child throwing a fit because they didn't get the cookie. No. Oh. They're angry. They wanted the cookie. Yeah. And, and you, you're, you're indifferent to it. Cause you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. But to feel anger towards someone you care about means you need them to see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time anger tells us that we're experiencing a threat or an injustice, something that feels like it's not fair it's not right. Um, and the threat could be physical, like you're in your car and someone cuts you off and you're like, ah, honk the horn. What the heck, buddy? You almost killed me there. Right. Physical threat. Flipping the bird. Might even flip the bird. <laughs> might throw some out the window. I've heard all kinds of stories. <laughs> right. People get road rage out here. Yeah. It's a do. physical threat, or it could be a threat to um, your worth and value, right? If someone hurts you emotionally, you're going to feel angry, right? Because that's yeah. a threat to either your bond and attachment, threat to trust, mm-hmm. threat, threat could be a threat to all kinds of things mo- emotionally. Yeah. Your attachment bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's how come in couples therapy, if, you know, the person is feeling betrayed, 
because there was an outside relationship, you know, you feel hurt because um, you thought that bond was just between the two of you. You were not aware that someone else was needed to fulfill that person's unmet needs. Mm -hmm. And so you do feel anger and we call that righteous anger for the behavior. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think the reason anger is so misunderstood is because it often comes out as malicious anger. Would you agree? That's often, it's the way it's expressed <sighs> is not with healthy behaviors. Mm. And so people see that, they experience that, and then they see anger as something that's not healthy. When really anger, the emotion itself is completely healthy, completely normal human experience. Mm -hmm. It's the behaviors, it's the way that anger can be expressed that is unhealthy sometimes mm -hmm. cussing people out screaming yelling throwing things slamming doors yeah because the other person feels under attack oh yeah so yeah, how could you not yeah um and when you feel under attack your body's response is fight flight or freeze mm -hmm. And you're going to be responding in that way to that person. Yeah. Cause now I'm feeling angry because I'm experiencing a threat. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this is scary. This is getting loud and potentially dangerous. Yeah. So, so now I'm on the defense. It's a protective emotion mm -hmm. for your person. Yeah. And um, th this is, this gets into, you know, the spiritual part of things is when oh, don't go to bed angry. Don't, you know, the Bible says not to, to, you know, let the sun angry. set on your anger. Yeah. Good. Thank you, Rachel. Be angry and sin not. Mm. It is folly to display anger, Proverbs. Um, it is foolish to display the emotion of anger. A lot of people, they take these verses and I think it's out of the context of which it's speaking to. Um, and my impression is when you're in a council of people and you're discussing big things that happen in the world um, and you're standing there angry, cussing and protesting, you might look like a fool. Mm -hmm. So that's different. I think that in Proverbs, when David's talking about anger in that context, it's um, I think that's in the social setting or in the council of how to run a community. I could be totally wrong. I'm not a theologian. I'm I not a pastor. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, with the interactions, when, you know, you and I were both processing was Christ 
our Lord, he was displaying anger in the temple. And um, he got so angry at the people for buying and selling um, in, in his temple. And the temple was a place of worship and where people would bring, you know, their animals to sacrifice to God for their sin. So when he went in there and he saw those money changers and they were taking money from the poor for the doves, is that right? Yeah. And they were trying to buy and sell their way into God's good graces. I think that's the part that of Jesus that got protective. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, that's how I interpret it. He got angry in a big way. He's flipping big tables. He's throwing the coins out onto the street. Yeah. He protested. He, he did protest. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. And people, they always, oh, Jesus was so meek, mild, and sweet, and calm, and he is all those things, and then he shows big frustration. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how is that justice and right to be angry in this situation? Was, I think they describe righteous anger as a mission to do good a mission to right wrong you know mm -hmm. he didn't hurt any people that i'm aware oh. of didn't mm -hmm. hurt any animals right mm -mm. didn't hurt any living things he wasn't like beating people up right? <laughs> but he, but he, he was like <laughs> right but he was like you know this is not what this temple was meant for right. you're tricking people you're manipulating people you're mm -hmm. being selfish yeah. right to the the money changers and he made a, a very bold statement mm -hmm. yeah. yeah he didn't say meet me out back in the bar maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. outside how about that no that wasn't jesus <laughs> <laughs> I love our our genuineness about yeah. how we experience this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's like um what you said there's a he's writing a wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Just like we see a lot of people uh you know protesting with yeah. signs, right? Right. Yeah. Because deep inside of them, there's a part of them that knows that that part of themselves needs protected, um, defended. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was looking out for the poor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh-uh, you're not taking what little they have and giving it to the rich in this situation in my lord's house right he was always looking out for the sick the outcast the poor right the people that everyone else kind of likes to 
look down their nose at I like that yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah see that yeah so the the emotion itself you know you and I were processing before we got on is it promotes change and righting a wrong and Brene Brown says she doesn't believe that it is a primary emotion like sad or happy mm -hmm. um and so her research shows us that it, it may act as a secondary emotion for deeper feelings yeah and the more I learn about emotions, I think the more I agree with that. I think it's very rare for anger to be the core primary emotion. I do think it happens, but I think more often than not, it is associated with some other emotion. And when Linda and I talk about secondary emotions, we don't mean it's any less important. Oh, like, right. It's like, it's equally as an important uh, we just mean that it's not happening in a vacuum. There's not just anger there, that the anger is present because betrayal, hurt, disappointment was triggered first. Shame, right? A threat to your worth or value, feeling unappreciated. Mm -hmm. One of those things or something else was felt something more profound right yeah. something more vulnerable mm -hmm. and you became angry as a result of that primary emotion well stated Rachel well stated yeah there was something else there was another um vulnerable part of self being rubbed the raw spot as we talk about in attachment therapy yeah yeah. yeah so when yeah. you overlooked me I felt dismissed and ignored so I displayed angry protest yeah and that's when a lot of that malicious anger will come out right you hurt me mm -hmm. and so now I want revenge I want you to hurt so you know how badly you hurt me or I want justice, right? Mm -hmm. I'm being, you know, in the heat of the moment, justice feels like revenge, feels like getting you back for what you've done. Yeah, that's true. So the antidote, you know, for sharing that big emotion of anger versus calling the person a bitch, <laughs> well yeah so yeah. rather than call that person a bitch I might say hey um when you dismiss me and overlook me I felt hurt I felt betrayed mm. felt disrespected so it might mm. look like that versus the attack language which Brene Brown keep looking at my phone so I wrote notes is um I think she called it motive attribution symmetry I'd never heard of that before oh 
fancy terms yeah, yeah. um and that anger is a way of avoiding disgust and you know feeling disgusted and he calls it well actually she said a scientist calls it microintuitive biology microintuitive biology we're getting real scientific with these microintuitive biology yeah that's a new so, one for me i haven't heard that that's in the atlas of the heart i think i've got oh, okay i have yeah. that book yeah i just haven't gotten to it yet well you you have a lot on your plate <laughs> you too <laughs> i know but when we do these podcasts because i'm a nerd i go <sighs> looking for all the uh chapters and all this oh, that's stuff. a good idea i don't have to read the whole book i can like yeah do little chunks at a time that's all we have time what, for. yeah that's true good insight always learning from linda such a great mentor <laughs> Oh, yeah, micro. Yeah, he says that, like, you know, um, when you smell something and you know it's bad, like the eggs went bad. Yes, yes. He's saying that it's microintuitive, meaning your biology says this is bad for me. I use this example with clients. And I haven't read it anywhere that I know of, but I'm like, disgust is disgust. I tell them, you smell rotten garbage. Your body's going to tell you to move away from that. If you're interacting with a person and you feel disgusted, that's your body telling you to move away from that interaction. That behavior. Yeah. Right. And he says, we try to avoid poison or toxins absolutely yeah so there's a term for it that i'm learning today i'll need to write that down go look that up that's cool yeah nerd alert nerd alerts yes (laughs) we're big nerds proud of it yeah i don't guess i really followed that thought through or flowed well with that um that's all right we're talking about yeah but you getting that sign feeling disgust feeling threatened it's not safe there's a lack of safety right physically emotionally what have you and that's when we feel the need to protect ourselves and that's when that malicious anger can come out because it feels too risky in that moment to be like you're really hurting me right now i don't appreciate you crossing my boundary and disrespecting me no, and there's gonna go ahead <laughs> and there's gonna be a lot of people that you will not be able to have that conversation with <gasps> good point rachel it is it's there are some people in the world unfortunately that will never be receptive and responsive to reason well stated or capable of having a rational like heart-to-heart conversation yeah and most of the time those people are sociopaths 
Yeah. Not always. Maybe they're just hard and that they've got that protector part so hard and burdened from trauma that they can't be present. Or they don't care about people. Yeah. 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 So you're right, Linda. Some people, you know, are either sociopathic or they're on that like spectrum of narcissism. They've got a lot of the traits and they're, they're too guarded. Mm -hmm. They are not going to let that wall down to be vulnerable with you. And that's not going to be safe for you to risk. Exactly. So, you know, several Jordan Peterson and Brene Brown say this, have they earned the right to hear? Not everyone needs to, to be honored with your vulnerability. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Because mm. you and I talk about the importance of being vulnerable, how that's actually, that's really brave and we need to communicate how we're feeling below the anger, below the surface. And we mean that, but we mean that in safe, reliable, trusting relationships. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Miss Rachel. When you feel hurt by someone and you can't approach them with how they hurt you, what do you do? I create distance. Thank you. I create distance from that person. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to what Christ said. If you have a problem with someone and they've offended you or hurt you, you go to that person and you try to resolve and repair. If they're not responsive or the, the connect, reconnection and reparative work, go get another person. This is why couples therapy works. And that person will come online and help you resolve that. But if that person still doesn't listen, yeah, walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can still have love for that person if you want to. Mm -hmm. You can have love for someone and choose to walk away. That's important for our listeners, our clients to know. Yeah. And it might be hard to walk away. Mm -hmm. And you will grieve that loss. Yes. Yeah. I, I've, I think I read somewhere recently, I wish I could give the source, but I don't remember that, you know, love is like a well or a lake, mm -hmm. right? You know, it's full and it takes time for that love to drain, you know, and it hurts and grief is having a full well or full lake of love mm -hmm. and nowhere to give it got all this love for someone or something and now you don't have the outlet for it that person's no longer there right. for you to share that love with 
Mm -hmm. And that's painful. Yeah. They're missing out. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, I want to make sure, um, you know, that our listeners hear and they take away today what the purpose of anger is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Purpose of anger is, uh, well, malicious anger, which we want to avoid. And that's what everyone thinks of when they hear the word anger. They think of like just on fire, red, like rage, you know, and that's seeking revenge. You're trying to hurt right? It's often misplaced or, or misguided. A lot of the time it has nothing to do with the person that you're out to hurt. A lot of the time it's, it, it's more inside. It's bringing up something from the past, not always, but very often. Mm-hmm. And then righteous anger that we're talking about, which is like healthy, right? Is anger that puts you on a mission to come to a resolution resolve Mm -hmm. things, you know, do good, return to love. You have a right to feel angry. Absolutely. Especially Mm -hmm. if you've been hurt. Mm -hmm. And when it talk, when James talks about being slow to anger, quick to listen, well, listen and then respond, but you can feel angry. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and in our last podcast we talked about the importance of validation yes validating emotions and anger needs validated just as much as any other emotion you know? so when we tell people don't be angry or god doesn't want us to be angry <laughs> or you need to forgive, right? That's hurtful. And they're yeah. going to be angry at you <laughs> for telling <laughs> them that. <laughs> yeah. That fuels anger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why George Fowler does a lot of that mirroring the behavior and we, okay, the kid's mad. So you go there and go, oh, I'm just so mm. mad. I didn't get my cookie, you know? mirroring back is validating that emotion oh you're human you're feeling you didn't get something you wanted yeah we don't always get what we want it's okay to feel that feeling what do you want to do with it yeah yeah a lot of times there's three ways people express anger right there's spewers that just as soon as you feel angry it comes out Mm-hmm. stuffers that they right anger is wrong i don't want to hurt people so i'm gonna just like repress all this anger mm-hmm. and then often leads to having physical health issues in the future because you're just yep. shoving that anger down it's being stored in the body and then there's leakers that believe anger is wrong and they don't want to express it because they don't want to hurt people 
but it builds and builds and builds and then something happens and they make a passive aggressive comment or right like it leaks out Ugh. bringing up stuff from the past boom mm-hmm. yeah that's good yeah they kept a record of wrongs yeah contempt and that's what uh Brene Brown was talking about is contempt and um you know Gottman's work is when when I start having contempt for you yeah I'm gonna leak that out like you said leak leak out some some jabs mm -hmm. yeah. yeah unresolved anger will always I feel turn into resentment mm-hmm and when we reach the point of resentment, it just gets harder and harder to resolve. Would you agree? It's oh, not impossible, good. but it's it, it becomes a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah, because if I start to resent you, I'm, I think it leads to disgust. I do too. What we were talking about earlier. I do too. You keep overlooking my needs. You keep like dismissing me, not caring about me. I'm going to feel resentment. Eventually, I'm going to feel like you're toxic. Mm -hmm. And what do we do if something's poisonous? Move away. It out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. So we yeah. want our listeners to know that feeling angry is a sign it's a it's a signaling to your your person that something isn't okay here yeah 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 every human being on earth i believe is going to feel anger yeah. you need to acknowledge that right try to figure out how anger shows up in your life are you a spewer a stuffer or a leaker <laughs> Right. And what's that anger really about? And how could you communicate that if it's with a safe person? Mm hmm. I'm a spewer. Yeah. You, Did you say I think leaker? I'm probably a leaker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you like to let it out a little bit, get, mm -hmm. get it in there, but not yeah. just spew it out yeah yeah i think somewhere along in my life i learned that like if someone else is is becoming angry then it's okay for me to be angry but i'm not going to be angry first i don't know <laughs> that's but that's just me being honest yeah yeah you didn't have permission to be angry unless someone else was angry i guess so yeah interesting yeah everyone when i grew up everybody just spewed out anger hate abuse physical language that was hurtful and harmful so spewing was part of our holler what you experience saw. yeah 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 and in teaching uh couples in appalachia how that really impacts the other person has been so rewarding to me, Rachel. Yeah. Because that's really how the 
Appalachian culture communicates in the deep hollers of West Virginia. It's just what we did. We just, mm -hmm. he didn't, you son of a gun, blah, blah. I mean, it's just, I don't know yeah. where that got. Don't started. hold it in. Just let it out. Uh, yeah. Break things. I don't know. It, it's very startling to your nervous system and teaching and doing it myself and learning new ways to dance is, it's just growth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you think? Did we do a good job covering anger for our listeners today? I hope so. If anything, I hope they've taken away that it's okay to be angry. Yeah. Give you yourself permission to mm -hmm. be angry. You don't need to feel ashamed of your anger. Mm -mm. Yeah. yeah. You can feel guilty about the way you've acted in anger in the past. Good you point. don't need to feel guilty about feeling angry. Yeah. And if you're feeling angry and that person cannot hear it for their own defenses showing up, um, it's okay to revisit that. Yeah. Take a moment and revisit it. And if they're not willing to hear, then there's your answer. You got to pull away and distance yourself until you mm -hmm. have a mediator or there's some kind of repair resolve that happens in between time. Yeah. Yeah. You if think that's helpful? I do. I think it's helpful. Yeah. If you're struggling with anger, please feel free to reach out to Truvine happy to help you if we have available spots if we don't we'll refer you to some other amazing counselors in the area we will and we appreciate you subscribing and listening to our podcast and helping us grow rachel and i are very grateful so thank you for listening today yeah till next time bye